What's poppin'? It's Michael. It's Sebastian, and welcome to Get In. Today we're going to be talking about Lord of the Rings with our special, non-truly special guest, Evan. Thank you for having me again. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, today we're going to be talking about Lord of the Rings, which is, fair to say, among the three of us, one of our favorite trilogies, if I'd not say so by top, top two, at least, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, by the core of this... Where we are right now, I'd say so. Yeah, yes. it's it's fantastic. But before we do all that, we're going to get into the movie news of the week. Um, surprisingly, I found out today that uh, Captain Marvel 2 slash The Marvels has already started filming. Um, which surprises me because like, feels like every Marvel movie of this phase mm-hmm. it's either done filming or is filming right yeah. now. So I'm like, wow, Marvel's like really ahead of its game right now. Because mm-hmm. like, Ant-Man... And the Wasp three, so already filming two. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, it's already done filming. It's like, wow, mm-hmm. all these movies that are like supposed to come out in like three years from now, they're already like either done or they're. I know that's the one thing I'm like, I don't get the like scheduling from like move like filming to like being out. Yeah, like, I feel like it's obviously a lot with COVID and stuff, but yeah, normal. Imagine Kevin Feige's schedule. This man is crazy. I mean, I guess because they have to like also film TV shows now, mm-hmm. so they're probably trying to film ahead as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know. I mean, it's just it's just crazy to me that a movie that's supposed to come out in two thousand twenty-three is like filming right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, this is what it is. Just some crazy news that I saw today. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, the sequel, mm, we've known that Knuckles will be part. Of the movie, just because we saw, like, the standing dolls and some mm-hmm. pictures of set. But today, Idris Elba confirmed that he'll be voicing Knuckles. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I mean, the first one was actually pretty good. It was surprisingly good, yeah, yes. You guys have all seen it? I saw it. I still need to see it. It's I've, like, wanted to see it, because everyone tells me it's actually pretty good. <laughs> I, I came in and think it was going to be one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. It's probably, like, one of the best video game movies mm-hmm. there is. Like, what's the guy... What's the name of the the human main character? Uh, He's in Westworld. James Madsen. Yeah. James. Yeah. That's I mean, the actor. Yeah. Yeah. Cause nothing against him, but like him and like animated Anim- that come into the real world. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm time. thinking about Hop. Yeah. <laughs> what a movie. Like, dude. Nothing against. See, see that's dude. what I thought this movie was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be another Hop. Just, yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's dumb. <laughs> silly kids movie. You know. Just. It's weird that we like. It's weird to think about that that movie like was made. Hop. Yeah. Like, and I saw it in theaters. I remember. For whatever reason, someone wanted to see Hop. Was it, this was before we were... This was before we knew time, each yeah. other. Because of course you would have asked me to see it with you if we were around. I, I didn't actually see it in theaters. <laughs> I watched it with my little two cousins because they had it on DVD. Oof. <laughs> it was right. bad. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, they started... The, the movie was so bad that they started selling it with copies of Despicable Me. Oof. Wow. Th- that's well, how bad it was. Like, we gotta package these two. Yeah, they're like, this is the only one way to get this movie home. What, what's the name of the guy who, who uh, voices the rabbit? Russell Brand. That was probably Russell Brand. That was when, <laughs> that, when they made that movie, I feel like that was when he was like... At his height? Yeah, like right before that movie came out. Russell Brand had an interesting, like, everyone's like, oh, I love Russell Brand. And, and they just like, like throw him yeah. in like... Any. Bedtime. I remember bedtime stories. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Yes, he was in that too. But he was I like think, really. He, I liked him in that part. Yeah. <laughs> I think 
after <laughs> Arthur, everything went down for him. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. I think that was like the highest. He was gonna not be like the side character, and he was like, "I was born to play this role," and then it was. And wasn't it? It was more for a mature audience too. Yeah. And that's when they're like, "No, stick with." You should have stuck with the kids. I stuff. I love him in uh, for getting a Sarah Marshall. He's super funny. I know you guys. He's got a. He's one know, of my favorite comedies. Yeah. But back, back back in the days, I thought he was hilarious. So. Yeah, like that that twenty, two thousand eight to like two thousand twelve mark. That was yeah, his prime. Yeah. Never yeah, came I wonder, back. Wonder what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Keeps doing voice acting, but yeah. But the other thing too back in the day, he was his height was so big that he was married to Katy Perry. And That's he crazy. and he got divorced <laughs> through a text. Oh really? Yeah. He just like I, he said, "Yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're done. Yeah, <laughs> we're done. Yeah." Kipper was like, "What?" Katy Perry. He's like, "Yeah, but I'm also branded. It's what 2009, maybe." <laughs> <laughs> so Katy Perry understood. She knows what was up. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars: The Bad Batch has a season two coming in 2022. So if you like the first season of The Bad Batch, you don't have to wait long. I. Stop watching after like the third episode. I, well, I stopped watching because you were like, "Hey, let's not talk about it in the podcast really much." Maybe if you know, there's some big episodes. But I never started watching because you never like, "Hey, man, did you watch the Bad Badge?" And I'm like, "But so I watched like, till so like cool. episode eight or nine. Mm-hmm. I kind of just, I mean, I I think I'll, I'll I think yeah. Once I'll, it comes all is done, mm-hmm. I think. I will. I was gonna binge through well, it. Season, season one. Is that, that yeah, was the thing. A lot of the episodes you could tell were very filler. Like mm-hmm. they, they're kind of just on the run. They keep doing all these odd jobs. Well, stuff. they just kept doing the same thing, and I just got bored of it. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're not. First of all, they weren't putting uh, uh, crosshair in in some episodes, and I'm like, no, he was gone for a while. Yeah, I was like, dude. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, that was like one of my favorite things to watch in the first couple yeah. episodes, and then it's like. It felt like it was the same. Go to a planet, um, mm-hmm. do all this odd Get job, in trouble whatever. a little bit. Yeah. But escape just in time. Yeah, and then it always ends with like, them loving Omega just a little bit more. Yeah, and just, they're like, she does something, but they're like, you know what? Uh, I love so her weird. anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's like, Rekka. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter. Hunter. So, I got, yeah, I think it was the fourth episode. It was the episode that they introduced Finnick. Oh. That was my last episode. Your last episode. Yeah, and then some people on my ticket like review episode five. I'm like, I'm not doing I'm that. Done. I'm, 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 I'm done. <laughs> not, not not even for the TikTok. I'll watch it. Mm. Um, but I hear some yeah. pretty good stuff every once in a while. Like, yeah, I like follow us like a Star Wars page that like posts on like the latest episode. But I always like scroll through real quick. I'm like, just in case I really want to watch it later. Yeah, same. I don't want to spoil anything for me. Like I saw some stuff like Mira from Star Wars. Uh, Rebels was in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. But I didn't go deeper because I'm also like, yeah, maybe I want to find out why she's there and what she's doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And that's it. That's the, that's all the moon news for the week. It wasn't, it wasn't that much news this it's week. It's the summertime, you know, it's just summer blockbusters and then... Summer's more like movies happen. Yeah, movies are going on. Yeah, so... Yeah. That's, that's what it is. All right, let's get into one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Um, I've been waiting a long time for this particular episode. I mean, it's one of those episodes that it was like we always, when this podcast was created. We were you like, know, we talk a lot about Lord of the Rings. We were always like, we gotta save it for like 
A big one. A big one, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll probably come up again, and we'll probably talk about like individual movies later. But yeah. Today we're just gonna like kind of uppity like or biggest thoughts on this. Yeah, we're just gonna give it its praise like we do, you know. Yeah, of course. I think one of the things we all agree on in this room is that if you're gonna watch these movies, you gotta watch the extended edition. Pretty, pretty much. Well, Although we, I, there, I know exactly what Michael's gonna say. Yeah, there's a there's a special way. <laughs> I watch them. It's, it's just only it's, just, it's only the centies. Yeah, it's only it's because how we the movies we own. So the Fellowship of the Ring we own the theatrical cut. Mm-hmm. And the two towers of Turn of the King we had the extended edition. This is it, that's just how it was for so whatever reason. even though with HBO Max or like. We, we even have the extended edition of Lord of the Rings on, of the Fellowship on DVD, but I still rather watch the theatrical cut of Fellowship, just because, especially the beginning, like when Bilbo, you know, going through the Shire, I don't when Bilbo's talking. That's that's not my version of it. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. It kind of it feels a little weird. So I'm like, I love the conversation between Frodo and Gandalf going on. Mm. Because, like, B- Bilbo says a lot of the stuff the Bilbo. that Gan- Gandalf is telling Frodo. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it felt like I was like, I was getting more of Bilbo's character rather than Frodo and Gandalf. You'd rather build that friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. these are two main characters that we're going to follow through the movie now. It's like, this is just, Bilbo's kind of, he's going to help jumpstart it real quick, but then he's... Well, I also want, there's something about in the theatrical, the first time you really hear... I mean, you see Bilbo get the ring in the flashback, but the first time you kind of are introduced to him, mm-hmm. it's when Gandalf knocks on the door and he's yelling at him, you know, mm-hmm. no, no thank you. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I feel... And then, like, he's like, what about very old friend? And then that's, like... I don't know. I kind of like that intro better. Of Bilbo, yeah. I like that, too. But also, I will say, I think... I don't have a stat for you, but I'm pretty sure Fellowship has the least amount of extended... Oh, yeah. Minutes. Yeah, I think it's only like 10, 20 minutes. Well, every one gets longer and longer. Yeah, like, yeah. I think Return is almost like a half an hour yeah. extra, which well, is crazy to well, think be- about. Yeah, the other thing, too, is when they finish filming, well, Return Key was already in theaters, and they already won the Oscars, like, you know, took however many home. Peter Jackson actually went back and was like, I have another idea for the extended edition. So he filmed more when it was like all done already. Oh, yeah. I don't know what scene it is, but it's it's like a decent extended edition scene, but an extra. Mm-hmm. I feel like Peter Jackson could never truly say goodbye to Lord of the Rings. That's kind of why he did the Hobbit. Oh, it def- the Hobbit was definitely like I've got him, like, him reminiscing like <laughs> yeah. the old days of that year with like the crew and the cast. Yeah, that was that was just, it. And then. Because originally The Hobbit was like, we're making The Hobbit, everybody. Everyone's like, yay, The Hobbit. And then it's like, but it could be two parts. And everyone's like, oh, okay, two parts. All right, cool, cool. They gave us the titles. They're like, Unexpected Journey. Like, it's a good title. And then the last one, they're back again. You're like, like, the classic. Really great title. And then they're like, hold on. Hugh Jackson wants to do three. (laughs) He wants to do three again. Let's split the last one into two. Right. Okay. I guess that'll work. And then they still had the third one being named Darren back again. But then they changed it to Battle of Five Armies. I remember it was in Comic Con mm-hmm. that I that was the first time I found out. It was when we went together because mm-hmm. people had backpacks saying The Hobbit 
battle with their five armies. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I was so confused. I'm like, is there going to be like a fourth one? Or? Yeah, like, what's going and on I was here? so confused. I look it up and they changed the name. I'm like, what the yeah. heck? I'm like, Dirt Back Again was a rad name. Yeah. It is. I mean, that's the book that, I mean, that's the name of Bilbo's book. In, yeah. In the Lord of the Rings. Even Sam um, says it to uh, Frodo's like, mm-hmm. I know, in Return of the King, I know if I'm ever coming back home. He's like, we will, Master Frodo, just like Bilbo. They're, They're back, back again. again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. Because <laughs> yeah. the first title, the first of... I'm 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 talking about The Hobbit now. <laughs> we just got to get this over with real quick. Yeah. The first, The Unexpected Journey. I like that one. That's my favorite one. That's what I should have smiled here. Was it like crazy about? It doesn't, you don't like... Do you just want to watch that monologue of Smogin? No, I mean, like, yeah, the smog part is good, but I mean, like, the title, the name. Oh, you're talking about... Okay, yeah. Oh. I, I was going to say, the of those Hobbit movies, the second one... I think oh, you like that one the best? I think that's the best one. Although, the first one's the most... I remember when I saw it in theaters, I was like, oh, this is nothing... That one like fits the best with that... The, the, the first movie. Yeah. But, like... I'm thinking like the title encompassing the entire movie. Oh. That's why you should have smog is like just the end. Yeah, pretty much. Because that's the name of a title in the Hobbit. Yes, yes. And the Battle of Five Armies is another. It's like it's, it's just a little. It's just the battle. Like there's a lot of other stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Unexpected Journey is the best title. Yeah, because well, it definitely is unexpected. It is, and the, <laughs> isn't the first isn't the first uh, the first chapter in the Hobbit is. An unexpected party or something yeah. like that, or unexpected mm-hmm. gathering. I think it's an unexpected party. Just because then in fellowship in the book, the first chapter is a one expected party. Mm-hmm. That's a great. It's great. What a wink! Great what a wink! Yeah. <laughs> um, it is a one. Tolkien was like, got him. Got him. <laughs> you know. But uh, I, I feel like that. Also, I love the party scene in the fellowship. Like especially when like it's how like it starts. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. When like Bilbo and Gandalf are just chilling, smoking on pipe weed. Yeah. You just you're like watching like man. I, mean, I don't want I want to be there. Yeah. I want to be next to Gandalf. Like I I want to be like in my town and then Gandalf comes to town. But just you're, for your you're, party. You're, you're, <laughs> but you're the guy. That yeah. Is like, Dude, imagine if Gandalf threw a birthday party for you. Yeah. Like, because that's what he does for Bilbo, basically. Like, he, mm-hmm. he does the fireworks. Yeah, he does the fireworks. He's the entertainment for the night. These fireworks are yeah. insane. Yeah, legendary. Like, also, everybody, everybody's like, dude, are you going to do them? He's like, yeah, I, you know, yeah. know what it is. I think what I love about that party scene is, like, it kind of is setting up, like, the whole reason that, like, the Fellowship, especially, like, Frodo, and, like, what they're fighting for. Because mm. I think... They don't, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to get too deep right away, but I'm, I guess I'm getting, going there. But, like, I think sometimes movies, we like to focus on, like, you know, the battles and all the drama. Mm-hmm. But, like, Tolkien himself, you know, he wasn't, like, like he went, he was in World War One, but, like, you know, he hated it. But, like, mm-hmm. he always was thinking about, like, you know, his home. What am I fighting for? Yeah. And I think that's a great, like... Especially when you get to Return of the King there in Mordor. Mm-hmm. They're the farthest place away from home. Yeah. Like, nothing green is growing. Like, dead. It's, it's dead. It's like, Frodo can't even remember it. Yeah. And, like, but then, you know, you get that call back to, you think of, Sam, you know, says, he's like, the, you know, flowers are blossoming right now or whatever. The strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a river. And then you remember that, like, that party, you're like, yeah. Uh, it reminds you about the the good things in life. That, like, you know, I uh, I wrote a 
I guess it's not a fun fact, but it's a fact that uh, <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> but it's not fun. <laughs> like so, <laughs> Tokian was in the middle of. Uh, he was with like his buddy walking around, and he sees um, airplane dropping crates with supplies, food, and all that. Mm-hmm. While he was out in the war, and his friend was like. I wonder if we're gonna get one. <laughs> I wonder where those crates are gonna land. Yeah. A crate landed on his friend's head, decapitating him. What? And he was standing there, just looking at his friend get decapitated. Are you serious? Do yeah, you need yeah. Fact check this. And <laughs> go look it up, bro. And I was like, oh and I was like, gosh. I was like, wow. It got dark. That explains like why he can have like all those dark visions, like, mm-hmm. like something doesn't have to be gory per se. In like when he shows war and stuff it's just very like an emotional feeling mm-hmm. that he creates so yeah I don't know the man's deep the yeah. man's deep yeah what I like about obviously the whole Middle Earth is that Tolkien creates this whole world this whole mythology but he still is you and like you know it's not it's nothing close to anything of the modern world really I guess in terms of like when you think of, like, the superficial things, but then, like, the emotion of it is very... It's universal across time. Yeah. And, like, it's very... It's very important to his life, so... Yeah. You, you I can't find anything specifically. I feel... I believe that. I'll do a little more research, but... Dude, we fact-checked on this podcast. That's how hardcore we go. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying, but... That's that's intense, but... Yeah. Yeah, no, I was, I was like... Shock, but it like it made sense. Yeah, but the other thing, this is this is maybe this is more fun fact I'm, about, I'm, about I'm, the movies. I'm ready for a fun fact. Um, like when Peter Jackson was deciding to make the movies, there's a there's a lot of stuff that he almost did, like with the movies that would have possibly ruined them in a lot of people's eyes. I've heard some of these. Yeah, yeah. There's there's the one with having in the last battle at the Black Gate, like you can actually see the footage. Yeah, um, I, I know they what filmed. You're about. So you know when like uh, Aragorn is like looking and he sees like the eye and he's like and then he turns around and says for Frodo and charges. Right before That's that, my favorite line. Originally, Sauron himself was going to manifest back into physical form. Yeah. And he's gonna fight Aragorn. And he's gonna fight Aragorn. Because Peter Jackson thought he's like, I need to have a foe for Aragorn. Yeah, he's like to fight. The, he's like in all movies, you know, there's always like the good guy versus the bad guy at the end. Yeah. You need that Repre- representation of, you know, the good and evil. So they filmed the scene with the guy in the Sauron yeah. outfit fighting Aragorn. But then when they're editing, he was like, No, like it doesn't work. Like this really takes away from the whole movie. Reason the reason there is to fight is to de- destroy the ring. Yeah, like the whole point is to distract Sauron from Frodo about to destroy it, and like the whole point of why Sauron wants the ring first off yeah. is so that he can be he can bring back his physical form. Yeah. Like he can't just do that. <laughs> just have the ring. Like it would just go against everything. It's like Frodo would be like, "Then what's the point now?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I guess it. It's kind of like a Horcrux, I guess. Mm-hmm. Although that's kind of more, more Horcruxes are like the ring when you think about it. Yeah. You know, but still, it, it would have muddied the waters a lot. Sure. And especially at the end, mm-hmm. you would 
there'd be too many yeah. fans who'd be. Well, what they excited. what he did instead is that they basically CGI'd the troll that he fights in Return of the King. So when he's like doing, you know, he's fighting the troll, and he's actually fighting Sauron. And there's a scene, it's like looking down at Aragorn, and in the troll's head, you can see a little spike come out, and that's. I want either that Sauron's like helmet or like his sword or something. A little goof happening. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't completely get rid of him, but yeah, the footage like if you, I'm pretty sure like I know on our Return of the King like DVDs and stuff you can watch, you know, mm-hmm. and they'll show that and stuff. Yeah, the guy, but it's it's definitely better that they put a troll because mm-hmm. like obviously it's already enough for the whole rest of the fellowship to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing, but obviously the main, yeah, or the climax is on Frodo, yeah, and Sam, yeah, and then the other thing that he almost did was that he felt that the movie there was no like big stakes, like pretty much everyone makes it out fine. Oh, so he's yeah. like, I gotta kill off one of the hobbits. Yeah, I've heard about. So this. he almost killed off Pippin in the third one. Dude, that would've been brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Totally <laughs> <laughs> Especially after what that little hobbit went through, you know, like all of them. Yeah. I think all of the hobbits like had their own like very inspiring journeys. Did it? It's definitely. That yeah, that, that would have changed it because like I just finished watching Game of Thrones. Which mm-hmm. We don't have to get too much into the comparisons and whatnot. I don't know anything about it. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the major difference between obviously there's a lot of similarities in George R. R. Martin. Took mm-hmm. a lot of inspiration, but I think the major difference. I've heard George R. R. Martin say that his least favorite character in Lord of the Rings is Aragorn, because he has no. He's not like he's too good. There's no flaws to him. There's no flaws to him, and like you think about like most of the Fellowship, like yeah, they all. Honestly, all pretty solid. Yeah, except for Boromir. <laughs> Borm, but then, but like, even like Book Boromir is not even that bad. Dude, Boromir yeah. has one of my favorite lines too. Is like after Gandalf dies, give him a minute for pity's sake. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I freaking love that. I, I love, Boromir over the years has become one of my favorite characters. Right? He's yeah. so good. But, like... Can I finish what I was... No, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll finish, but I do want to get into Boromir. Yes, yeah, of course, of course. Um, but, like, <laughs> Game of Thrones, like, all the characters... Most of the characters die that you, you know... You love. Or that you love. Or at, Sean Bean dies. <laughs> and, um... Naturally. I feel like a lot of people kind of complain, like, the people who don't like Lord of the Rings say, like, you know, it's too much about... It's too simplistic. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's it's not, that's not the that's not a problem. That's actually honestly a good thing for me. So I feel like a lot of work nowadays tries to make everything gray. Sometimes you need that classic, you no know, good mm-hmm. versus evil. I mean, that's what it's Star high, Wars. It's that's high what, fantasy. That's what like, Star yeah. Wars was. Yeah. yeah, it was like clear defined good versus evil, and you need that. Yeah, it's great. So, but Boromir, yes, this man is one of the most complex. I think. Kind of a little dumb, dirty in the movies. A little definitely, they had. To, I they I had like to. I like what they did with the movies. They definitely they emphasized a lot of his prideful characteristics in the book mm-hmm. um, by making him you, kind of you like mean the movie. The movie, yeah. yeah. They make him kind of arrogant, like, oh, we don't need a your king. help, Eric, or we don't need a cane, we don't need this or that. Like, we're Gondor, we're fine. Like I am Gondor, basically. Yeah, I am Gondor. Like his, like his speech that he makes in uh, like the council, like honestly, you're just like Gondor, man. Yeah, 
Because yeah. I mean, he <laughs> by the blood of our people, no lands kept safe. He kind of has a point though, because none of the other. Yeah, he's like, give us Noreen, like, let us use it. They're like, the only ones who are actually them. fighting. They've been fighting Mordor for so long. Oh, yeah. Like, the elves just like, eh, we're just gonna we're, leave. We're about to leave in a bit, but we'll help you guys out. Just, like, figure this we'll out. We'll give you some bread. <laughs> and some tips. <laughs> and some, and some, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, no, like, he... They yeah, want... He, they want they, because it's a movie, because it needs to go faster, they need a emphasize his downfall. Well, he needs some conflict in the fellowship. Yes, yes. They need someone who's like, you know from like, kind of the beginning, you're like, oh, this guy, this guy wants the rain. Like, you know. Michael pitching a movie, so this guy's gonna be like the guy that you know he wants. He wants, it, he wants it, but he's gonna be constant conflict. Netflix executives. I love it. I love it. Please don't stop. If you think you're doing bad, no, this is amazing. It's the greatest pitch I've ever heard. But yeah, it's... Because, like, the book, Boromir, he's very accepting of Aragorn. Yeah. He's like, whoever you, you know, whatever you are, whatever you're, you know. He's pretty much Ned Stark. Yeah, he's like, we'll, we'll take whatever help we can get, man. Because that's the other thing, too, I guess, about Aragorn. Because they actually make Aragorn the movie's intentions better than the, than the book. Yeah. Because the movie, he's just like, Frodo, I'll do whatever I can. Like, I will, I would have gone with you to the end. Yeah. That almost makes me cry every time. And like him, like Frodo being like, "Would you destroy?" It? And he does it. You know, he gives it to Frodo, and he's like, closes his hand. Yeah. Ah, oh, like that. Feels, dude. That that thing is not in the book at all. Yeah, no. Aragorn never has that. And Aragorn's intention is basically like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna help you for a bit, but then I'm gonna go to Gondor and Boromir." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's much more in the in the book. He's much more like I am gonna become the. King. Yeah, he's only like I will be king. Because that's my uh, destiny. destiny. And the movie's not like that and at all. The, I like it because the movie's like he's like I'm gonna do what's right, and then you know because he's like happens. He's like I don't deserve to be king. Like you know what my you know like what a Sealdor did. He's like I don't like I could do that too. Like he's afraid of his past. Mm-hmm. So like, I I do think a lot of stuff in the movies are actually like yeah bless movies man. And that's why they're perfect. Dude. <laughs> it's ah uh, that scene dude I literally get chills just. Him closing the hand. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it is. But I think also Bormir, I think pe- just because he's the one who kind of betrays Frodo. Yeah, at the end. But people I, give him the like, oh, you're Bormir. Yeah. Oh, Bormir. Look what he did at the end. I love that. Yeah, he, he was like basically shouting, Frodo, uh-huh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like he just, he he made you realize what a he big done. mistake at like the absolute wrong time. Because mm-hmm. he can't really... Frodo's gone at that point, mm-hmm. but he does what he can to like save the hobbits. Yeah, dude, he takes. Dude, my man takes like five arrows. Yeah, Frick. takes out like a whole like. <laughs> dude, that's a Twenty five orcs. He's just like, even yeah, he's just like, I love. He, After he gets shot his second arrow, the, just like, all the music and everything just stops. You're like, oh. you're just like what? Yeah. And then you hit. Here and blows the hunt of Gondor mm-hmm. is like. Too late. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you wish, like, man, if, if he could have gone with Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas, like, for the rest of the, you know, if he had mm-hmm. survived and gone with them to Helm's Deep and... Oh, dude. That apology to Frodo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. It, it would be a great, like, Oof. alternate ending, I guess. <laughs> no, yeah. But I love... But, like, he, his, his death does serve a, <laughs> a purpose. Yeah. You know? So it's great. 
it, it meant, like I love the him and Aragorn like and then like him accepting like what he did for Frodo he's like I, I failed he's like no you fought bravely for me yeah I just and then he's it, like she was like, like even a, it's yeah. like even it's like, even a good man can fall to the power of the ring, and she was yeah. like, powerful the yeah. corruption of the ring is. Because he's that, like the pinnacle of what any man would want to be. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm to be anybody. I'm gonna be Boromir, captain of Gondor. Like, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> yeah. the guy I want to be. Because like in the two towers, when you see mm-hmm. that flashback, like, which is another, it's a great scene with the because it's not in the original. Yeah, that's the extent. That's all extended edition. Yeah, I yeah. love that scene. Yeah. You see Boromir like, I like his height. Yeah, retakes West Osgiliath, yeah. and you know. but people like Gondor is rallied behind this man. Like he is their captain. Even like fair, like there's no there's no like rivalry, rivalry between the brothers. Like he knows like Boromir is the guy. You know, it's like I'm fair. Like I, I I know what I'm good at. And then there's the dad who just like exactly. get out of here, Denethor. Come on, <laughs> which I, is another character that really like they they. They uh, they took his bad qualities and just like turned them up. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, yeah, in the book he's much more. I feel like they they make him more like he's still kind of like Boromir is still kind of like like Boromir's death kind of broke him. Mm-hmm. But sure. it wasn't like he's like I hate you, Faramir. I was you. Yeah, it was you in the one. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And I was yeah. like, oh but I mean, he, he did get crazy and want to oh, yeah. end his him his own life and his sons. So yeah, for sure. That scene was crazy, dude. Yeah, I'm like, what is this man doing? Well, he's just like, we're all gonna die. What's the point? I mean, his assessment is not necessarily wrong. No, it's like, not. Like, <laughs> like, he looks <laughs> out there. There was like a hundred thousand orcs yeah. at the gate. Mm-hmm. Like, but that doesn't mean you have to. Pour yourself on oh, fire, yeah. dude. Dude, that's one of my fi- when Gandalf just beats him, and then like the, the <laughs> oh, I love that the scene. guard that they like they're like we ain't gonna do anything. Yeah, they don't. They're like they know they you know they're like this guy kind of sucked. So yeah, they, they have to just <laughs> like, fight. this is Gandalf the White, General Gandalf. Is he literally just the, like one he's the MVP of Gondor at that point. Oh yeah, because literally like Gandalf basically tells everyone just flee. Die however you want. Just do whatever. I don't care. And Gandalf's like, get back to your post. Everybody's like, send oh, these foul yeah. creatures into the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. When he just, he's on his horse, just like. <laughs> I, I'll be like. He's like George Washington yeah. just coming into battle. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, boys, I guess we're just going to fight. Yep, yeah, let's yeah. go back to your post. <laughs> he's just, it's just solid. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Into the abyss. All right. How would you rank this movies from your f- I was about to yeah I was about to Let's ask do, we gotta do both one. you gotta do what you're liking and what you think like cinematically mm-hmm. okay is the best one I I, I have a definitive answer <laughs> I, I know no okay not like everybody sure. needs like your opinions this wrong. is the ultimate answer well, everybody I, needs to abide by I know my one. answer to this even though it's a tough question mm-hmm. my number one favorite and I think the best mm-hmm. is Return of the King mm-hmm. I think I, I'm kind of the same camp I think like, for me, if you're like, alright, you can watch one Lord of the Rings movie, for me it's like, Return of the King or Fellowship. Yeah. Because, like, to me, Two Towers and Return of the King are very similar. Mm-hmm. Like, Fellowship is the most, it's the, the most different, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah, of the two, because 
And that one, it's all about the fellowship being together. And they're all traveling. They're all traveling together. Because Two Towers and Turn of the Keen, it's like, you go from Frodo to Aragorn mm-hmm. to Mary Pippin. Like, you got three, you're, you're following three different, like, tracks the whole time for those movies. Yeah. But then it's like, Two Towers and Turn of the Keen, like, Turn of the Keen is, it's just, um, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, nothing, yeah. like, Two Towers is perfect already, but, like, Two Towers is just... Yeah. See, I Return of the King is my favorite. It's always been. I don't mm. think I've ever had that question in my head. Like maybe mm-hmm. this was my favorite. No. Yeah. But I think cinematically, I think Two Towers is better. Oh really? Yeah. I do. I think Two Towers is definitely a little underrated. Um, I think it's just hard. It's it's got the problem of being the middle chapter. Because mm-hmm. you you remember either how the story begins or how the story ends. Yeah. The middle chapter always has to... Yeah, and the problem with the... So with a lot of, like, great middle chapter, like, movies or stories or whatever, is it usually ends on a dark, like, mm. the bad guys are winning. Yep. Yeah. Because it's, like, Dark Knight, it's, like... Joker pretty much won. Yeah, like, a lot of... Like, the only thing that Batman does to, like, basically win for... Like, does... He has to sacrifice himself, basically. Yeah. And then you got Empire Strikes Back. Obviously, Oops. the Empire struck back, and, like, it's not looking good. <laughs> yeah. The Empire struck back? <laughs> Shit, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... You know, you got the dark middle chapter, where it's like, are, are the, are, is my hero gonna make it out? But this one, it doesn't... It ends, like, every know. other... Like, honestly, like... The the, the, fellowship? the fellowship ends on the darkest note. Yeah, it's like, like Frodo and Sam are on, on their own right now. Boromir just died. Mary and Pippin are being kidnapped. Kidnapped, and now everyone's got to choose basically what path he's got to take. Yeah, but like two towers. Two towers. It basically it kind of ends with Helm's Deep. Like they won. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. The, the end battles. Great. Fantastic battle. The ends. And Mary Pippin. Yeah, they take down Saruman's army. Yeah, and then Frodo and Sam are finally getting into Mordor. Yeah, they're they're on their way, basically. And it also ends, which this is kind of going against what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I, I agree that like it it ends pretty well yeah. for being the Dark Middle chapter. Mm-hmm. But it ends, and this is one of my favorite like Sam moments. His narrative or like the he's, hope. Where he's talking mm-hmm. about, you know, isn't is, that's where he's talking about? Like he's like you, like when you're a kid, you listen to these stories. Yeah, you have like, the darkest moments. You don't you don't think positive. Like how could everything go back to the way it was? Yeah, but it's like in the darkest moments, that's when the light shines the brightest. And you're seeing the whole montage, like you see the Rohirrim like winning Helm's Deep, and Theoden is back as you know yeah. the glory, and then Merry and Pippin are with the ends. Yeah, and like you're like, man, like. Maybe they do. Maybe they can win. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Theoden in that movie, that man slaps. Theoden? Yeah. Theoden is underrated. I Honestly, think. I think in the third one, that's when he gets his honor back. But, like... Because uh, the second one... He kind of does give up at the He very, gives up at the end. It's, it's actually... Because that's one of the things that he tells Eowyn in the third one. He was like, it was not Theoden of Gondor. Um, Theoden of... Theoden of Rohan, yeah. who... Fact check. He basically saying like it wasn't me. I'm not the reason why we won. Yeah, because yeah. she thought at that point it was because of him, but yeah, it yeah. was all Aragorn. So it, that's why in the third one he, which his death. Last time I watched it, I started tearing up <laughs> <laughs> because he's just like 
it's like you gotta let me go because I'm not ashamed anymore like I'm going to my father's and I they you know now I won't be a disappointment to them dude it's like damn that's all he wanted fun fact about you know the transformation scene where he like it's released Mm, yeah it's a really old school like makeup it was both makeup and CGI at Mm -hmm. the same time so that like five second scene where he's like looking around and the makeup kind of fades away and turns young he had to reenact that like five different times to different makeup settings I believe it you know how perfect that acting had to be like everywhere he looked was perfectly timed yeah so it wouldn't look bad and you watch that scene and it's it's so good it's beautiful Mm -hmm. and like obviously like right before that scene you have no power yeah, <laughs> can downgrade <laughs> So that's, good. That's like an all-time Lord of the Rings scene right there. Because then he has the gray cloak and then he... Oh, yeah. It's like, you thought I was getting off the gray? Well, guess what? Honestly, I think... Getting off the white. Two Towers might have, like, the three... They're all Gandalf moments. <laughs> the three, like, just, like... You just get... Like, if you would just want to show someone just, like, Lord of the Rings... I think number one's got to be that scene. Like, it's just awesome scene. Where, you know, Gav's just, like, is, like, showing himself to the enemy now. Yeah. Like, he's not hiding anymore. Yeah. Because the other one is Gandalf, you know, coming into Helm's Deep. On the on third the, day. That, that was my f- number one. I think that, 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 I think that's number it, two for me. I just love how Daniel Richards does, like, on the third day, when the sun sets, or, yeah. when the sun rises. Yeah. Look to the east. But then you just see like, I remember I put a... It was like a year ago. I put mm-hmm. like a clip of that scene of him like trying to save Theoden. And I was like, oh man, one of my favorite scenes for the Rings. And it was mm-hmm. like back when TikTok only let you do 15 second videos, yeah. that's it. Everyone that comes like, dude, you gotta post like a part two. This is the best <laughs> thing ever. I gotta keep watching. I'm like, I'm not gonna start posting the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. But then the other scene of Gandalf in that one is when... Uh, the Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli are in the forest, and they're like, mm. the white wizard approaches. <laughs> yeah. Don't let him speak. He'll put a spell on you. And then they like, turn it, and it's just like this white, and it's just like... Yeah, they didn't, like, didn't get like shot at by an arrow, and he just... Yeah, he yeah. shoots yeah. the arrow at him. He deflects it. it. Yeah. Aragorn's- Gimli throws at, like one of his mini-acts, and he also... Deflects that and too, and Aragorn's sword just like catches on fire, like right? burns in his yeah, hand. And he's, he's like, they're, they're just all like, oh. And then he reveals himself, and they're just like, and he's like, Candle? <laughs> yes, that's what they used to call me. You fell. <laughs> oh man, I think we're well, let's talk about the like your favorite like epic scenes. Like obviously those three. Are up there for sure of the whole trilogy. Yeah, let's just you know go through them all. Um, I'm thinking Fellowship of the Ring when the night well when the Ring Wraiths show up on Weathertop. Yeah, that's classic. Like that's like honestly, as a kid, I remember being absolutely afraid. Yeah, I was. The music is just like it's it's just like. Oh, I was like, what am I watching? I'm like, if this was in real life, I'm like, I, I, like, I know how the, the hobbits are like able to standing s- right now because they're they're like four feet, like they have no chance. No, but the swords are starting. There's like, it's the, so the fact that they're like 
they're like the best synchronized swim team at that moment because they're just like <laughs> moving perfectly and like every movement is and you're just like I'm out of here like <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm kudos to Sam because I mean Sam White's the brave you deserve that last you know that title because he's just like he's like I'm gonna fight you guys and he's, he's like get back you devils <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they survived they, the, the ring race just did not care. They just, like, pushed him out of the way. They, Otherwise, they would just they destroy had mission. them. They were like, you were just like, give us the ring, bro. Yeah. That was definitely... I mean, um, the, you shall not pass. Yeah. It's that's, a classic. That's the, that's the highlight. That's of, an, yeah, that's another, like... For yeah. sure. Any person, even if they don't know Lord of the Rings, really, like, you tell them, I shall not pass. And they, they understand. They've that. heard that before. They know a character named Gandalf Somebody, said that. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. Yeah. So my other one from the Fellowship, kind of in the Mind of Moria, is when the the Balrog first shows up. Yeah, when they're all like, surrounded. Dude, that, by part, the orcs. that part gives me creeps. Not yeah. not when not when the Balrog first, but like right before he shows all up, the goblins. they're surrounded by the goblins. Like, what are they gonna do? Like, they're they're, they're screwed. Screwed. Yeah, Gimli's like, oh. I'm like, no, dude, you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> and then you just hear a uh, you know low rumble, and then all the goblins they know like. Mm-hmm. like I don't know that you know, like, obviously Gandalf knows, but it's like... The rest of them don't know, like... But Gandalf's, like, always looking around, mm-hmm. and it just, like, increases the tension. And, uh, I think it's Saruman who, like, narrates, like, you know what lies. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's before, yeah, when, yeah. when they're, like, contemplating going to Moria, then Saruman's yeah. like, Moria, you know what lies, you know, mm-hmm. like, what they awoke. And then he, like, makes, like, the, the mountain have, like, a little avalanche or something, yeah. it's, and it's like... And I was like, gosh, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> now I really need to go down yeah. that way. Because you have been to him, like, how does Gimli not know about this? This is, like, history <laughs> of his people. Like, this is the greatest city the dwarves ever made. And, and it's, like, got destroyed by... The reason it was destroyed. The reason they left was... Yeah. I, he just they, assumed they, it was gone, like yeah. the other dwarves did. Yeah. But... It'd been, like, if I remember the timeline correctly, been, mm-hmm. like... 1600 years or so since yeah. since they left that's that is a decent time okay yeah. a decent that's we're not traveling uh 80 really that'd be like that'd be like uh, trying to think of like a, like, a body, like you're like you're just in europe and then you hear a rumble and then suddenly there's a tilde hun you're like this guy's still around like, still, this is the legend i guess true. yeah that's the thing yeah. one of the means is so like is so large in scale mm-hmm. of like how like the world is so ancient mm-hmm. you know like the time from a sealed door to aragorn is three thousand years yeah like, cause I remember I, I watched a video of someone explaining why like pretty much everyone had forgotten about this. It was like imagine like trying to remember something from like I don't know, be like a thousand BC. Yeah, a thousand BC. And you're like, oh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Man. And that's why Gandalf like gotta read, you know, go through all these manuscripts and. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Um, at, back to epic scenes. I was, thinking, I was trying to think about Return of the King. I love when uh, Gimli and Aragorn uh, in Helm's Deep, they take that, like, the little side route to mm-hmm. uh, the clear out the main path. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how much time you need? As much as you can give us. Yeah. And then it's like, jump. It's it's quite the jump. 
And then it's like, You're gonna have to toss me. Toss me. What? <laughs> and he just like opens his eyes and is like, Toss me. Okay. He's like, Wait, 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 wait. Don't tell, Don't tell the elf. Yeah. Not a word. <laughs> and then epic music starts. Ah. <laughs> yeah. oh, so That's good. I feel like another classic is freaking Legolas just grabs the shield, puts it down on the floor, mm-hmm. goes down those freaking yeah. stairs, just shooting. That was, that was the one Leg- thing. Legolas has every, every, I almost said episode, every movie. <laughs> he has a great the, badass and scene. epics. Yeah. The freaking Flintstone Yabba Dabba Do on the Oliphant. That's like, that's a, like the, the that's pinnacle. The, I think yeah. that's one of the scenes that like, well, that was one of the last scenes they had filmed. Because he yeah. was like, we gotta top that the shield scene from Two Towers. Yeah. Like, what? What's better than that? He's like, what if he took down Oliphant by himself? It's, it's it is a pretty sweet scene. It's it's very cool. I try to think of a fellowship scene with him. I think they said, if I remember from like the behind the scenes, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be he gets on the uh, the uh, troll, the cave troll. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yep. Which yep. is like you can definitely see that it. Mm-hmm. Keep going, increasing the escalation in, uh, of epic. Yeah, the escalation okay. of epic. Yeah. <laughs> epic just escalated. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, oh, though. Oh, oh man, what's her? What's her face? Um, Arwen. Yes, with the river. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah come on. That's, that's actually something they changed from the book to the movie. Is that it's not in the book? It's not Arwen. No, I know. Yeah. Who saves Frodo. Frodo? It's I forget his name. It's like Glorfindel or something. Yeah, he like only shows up once, mm-hmm. and they invite him for the fellowship, and then he's like, nah. Like he just he <laughs> <has>. <laughs> he's just like no. Nah. Even yeah. though he's like very capable, mm-hmm. but I like that they have Arwen do that because otherwise, Arwen she's not in much. No, in the book she she's not really there too much. I think it gives her yeah. What? Yeah. No, it definitely... It makes her badass. Like, she's pretty badass in that first movie. But, I think uh, that's one of the first scenes I ever saw of The Lord of the Rings. I think so, too. I think that's the same for me. Because I think that's the, like... They... I don't know why. I don't know why. They played that scene on repeat at stores to show how high definition their TVs were. Mm. It was literally that scene. <laughs> of Arwen with... Well, it's the scene... On repeat. It's probably the, it's the scene where she's riding on horseback and they're going through the trees. Yeah, they want to show all the scenery. Right, and then the water looks yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. That was That was like... I can picture well, that yeah. going on. It was yeah. one of the first ever... I'm like, oh, I guess well, now I really have to get into this movie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I do love the, the CGI of the water, too. Oh, yeah. It's very well... It still holds up great. Oh, it's amazing considering all these special done. effects really that's, hold up. That's that's the thing for me. That's what I love about these movies. I mean, obviously, we've been stories amazing. Stories amazing, characters, but I like how even now, you know, it's been almost twenty years, but the special effects, the lighting, all the, you know, stuff that makes a movie a movie, like mm-hmm. it still holds up great, mm-hmm. and you can see. You look at some other movies from like two thousand; mm-hmm. they just look like crap. Because yeah. they did mostly practical effects, That's it. which and I'm you, so thankful. If this move, if these three movies mm-hmm. were made right now, the special effects that would be all computer generated, it would take you. I mean, think of the, the Hobbit. All like the orcs. You look at the orcs. It's awful. Like compare them to the like orcs in this. Like 
these ones are a lot scarier than the ones in the hospital. It's like, the yeah. thing is, the human brain has this thing that you know when something's fake. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter how great your special effects are. If you look at it, you know it's fake. It's just something in your brain, you can't fight it. Yeah. So the fact that it's makeup and you can, you can yeah. kind of like touch it with your own head, it makes it more realistic and it makes it so it good. It is weird how like, The Hobbit, there mm-hmm. are points where it, that feels older mm-hmm. than some of the parts in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Especially yeah. with the, the orcs. Oh yeah, the orcs are in, in the Lord of the Rings trilogy are so much. I'm hoping that this Amazon show does more practical effects. This, this is a perfect blend of like practical. I mean, they they won awards because they just like Star Wars, they invented new technology. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest ones was creating technology to duplicate for armies. So like, and every time they show an army, yeah, like, they just duplicate and make it seem like. Same people or a thousand people. Like the mm-hmm. like when the Rohirrim show up in uh, the third movie. Yeah. Like there's all these hor- all these horses and just like and it looks real. Like you feel yeah, like yeah. you can you would be there and you'd see the, the like scale of these armies. Yeah. And it's like it, that was perfect CGI because it was like kind of far away that you don't have to like see details. Mm-hmm. You just see like all this huge army. It's perfect. That's like a good mm-hmm. utilization of CGI because you don't want to hire all those actors. You don't want to make the little no. scale toys to make it, you know, no. and then film it. That's, like, a good way to do it. But yeah. it's not, like, any chance you get, make it CGI. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just... It's a, you always... Comp- I, I compare it, the, this trilogy, The Hobbit, because in the Battle of Fire Armies movie, like, it shows the elf army, you know, standing in front of, like, the mountain. And like, it shows a camera scene going through, like, they're holding all their spears and stuff. But it's 100% CGI. Yeah. Like, it's it's too fake. Like, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just... That's why they couldn't do that with the Lord of the Rings movies. Like, you can't travel through them seeing all the yeah. spirits. Just, it's all far away shots of them marching, pretty well, that's, much. I like that better. Yeah. Because you would... If you were there, mm-hmm. you would not be, like, going through... Sure. These aren't, you would be staying away from behind and seeing just yeah. them from a distance. Like, I just think about the Battle of Pelennor Fields. Like, yeah, so Thor seeing that army. Yeah. Like, you know, it's perfect because you don't have, yeah, like you said, you don't have to see all this detail the what, you know. Yeah. It's like, I know about there. I can yeah. see the dudes with the so weapons. There's certain. Yeah. There's <laughs> a few shots will be in the orc army and it'll show, like, the rows and, like, certain, but it's like. But the, they're like it's with the gen- behind them. and then you see like with the general, you yeah. know, he's like talking and yeah. saying his, his spiel about the end of man and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That is a good. One. You really that honestly that is very that kind of gives me creep still mm-hmm. that whole because he you know says the age of orc but then he's like he says you know mm-hmm. let's. Uh, you know, let's calm their fears, and then he's like, release the prisoners, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they have the heads of the, uh, the, the slain. Yeah, like that's very like it's probably the most realistic they mm-hmm. get with it. Of oh, like, yeah. this is what medieval warfare was like, like. <laughs> and like it's just a but like it just it. It's meant to frighten you, like oh, the, yeah, like gone like they're like oh, yeah, this is this is like, the this, end. Of, the city's on the brink of this is the madness, end of, so. end of the world. Yeah. It's just, it's, just, it's just masterpieces mm-hmm. in front of us. Yeah. But would you say that this trilogy... Is there another trilogy that's more perfect than this one? No. Um. No. There's not. Not even Star Wars. Here's the advantage that Lord of the Rings had. Mm-hmm. 
First, it was filmed back to back to back. Oh, it mm. was so all of it was absolutely completely planned. Yeah, doesn't matter how the movies were gonna do in theaters. Mm-hmm. It was already written. It yeah. was perfectly set. It was done. You mm-hmm. know, it's not like many movies that are like, sure. oh, we're gonna do one, see how it does, and yeah. then we'll approve the next two. Yeah. Or we'll do one and then approve the other one and then yeah. approve the other one. For sure. Um, so this is a huge advantage yeah. that this one has. I mean, almost didn't get that advantage. Originally, the the the, the higher-up people um, only they wanted to condense it to two movies. Which would be a, a crime. Oh, yeah. It would be a crime against Because for whatever movie. reason back then, they didn't, you know... They weren't in the, like, 2011 range... The ten- where they're like, let's make every big movie two parts. <laughs> like that right, era right. is kind of done with, thankfully. Yeah, we had a lot of like Harry Potter, Twilight, Hunger, Hunger Games, Hunger Games. Uh, I mean, The Hobbit turned into three parts. <laughs> yeah, so that, I feel like that's what that ended that era. <laughs> it was like no. this is too much. Yeah, that, that was a weird. Because I was thinking about uh, Avengers: Infinity War, but they were like, no, these are two different movies. Yeah, because everybody... I think well, like, Infinity War Part 1, Part 2. That's how it was originally. Yeah, but they're yeah. like, no, this is... Because they wanted to cement that Infinity War, it's its own movie, it's its yeah. own story. And that it works a lot better. Yeah. Because yeah. it's always going to be... Like, the first one's not going to do as well. Or it's not going to be as good yeah, of a story. You're like, oh, it's part not a complete one. story. Yeah, like, Part 1, like... But yeah, I get what you mean. These ones... They also, once, once it was all like set in stone, like we are doing three movies, we're gonna film it over a year. All the actors were like mm-hmm. already set in contracts. Yep. Because like even with Harry Potter, mm-hmm. once the fifth one arrived, I think, like Emma Stone and Rupert Grant, they didn't have contracts, and there was yeah. talks that they were gonna get switched mm-hmm. up. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I bring that subject up is because one of my favorite trilogies that I don't think gets enough credit in like the movie world. I'm ready for it. We, we love these movies. I know it. Planet of the Apes. Oh. I was not <laughs> expecting that. that. No. What no. were you expecting? No, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that. No, no, what were you expecting? I was expecting his favorite like movie of all time, Back to the Future. I was. That's exactly what I was thinking. I thought he was going to bring the Back to the Re- Future. Rebooted Planet of the Apes trilogy. Mm-hmm. Fantastic trilogy. Mm-hmm. Each movie is fantastic. And they try to connect to each other. Yeah. But obviously the first one got approved. Yeah. That's it. Then the second one. Mm-hmm. And then the third yeah. one. They connected it to make it a trilogy and it was great. Yeah. But like... I still don't think it's... I have another trilogy I think is... I think the Dark Knight trilogy is maybe second place. Behind Lord of the Rings. I can I can agree with that maybe. That's and a, that is a top tier. Mm-hmm. Like it has a great continuity. Yeah. Tier. And he, fun fact, Christopher Nolan actually made Batman Begins with zero intention of making a sequel. Yeah. Mm. Like he set it up nicely for a sequel. Yeah. With a little but, but that's a very Christopher Nolan thing to do yeah. in his movies. Mm-hmm. But imagine like the masterpiece that Dark Knight is. Yeah, the fact that it was like not really planned. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, for sure, but yeah, Planet yeah. of the Apes. That's we'll have to talk about because yeah, I need to do, watch those we'll again. We need to do another different episode because that that is a great trilogy. Yeah. I think each, I like each one more as we keep going. Yeah. Oh, you like it as like it keeps going. Each although the thing is, Dawn the of the first, Planet of the Apes is really good. Dawn is very good, and the first honestly, one, I think the first one's my favorite. I didn't really I, when I first I saw love it, the origin. 
story yeah. of some like a movie like that, the dystopia. Because we always like we're, just, we're, we're shoved right into the dystopia society and like. But we see. The, but we never get the like. We get like little hints of oh what the cause the fall yeah the calm before the storm. But this is like yeah it's perfect because it's like. I come on the first time Caesar says no. Mm-hmm. I remember Oof. getting ch- like that theater that I was in. Mm-hmm. Completely quiet. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> was like, "We're all about to die." I think, uh, <laughs> I think it was probably because of when it came out. I was like, I think junior high. That was so I didn't appreciate yeah, Dawn like, or Rise mm-hmm. right away, but I, I agree it is up. But I I think the third one, maybe it's just because seeing that one in the theaters, mm-hmm. it has a very like classic Hollywood feel to it. Like I'm talking like. War of the Planet of the Apes is pretty much, and I'm not saying like it's bad, but it's kind of the same movie as the uh, Ten Commandments. Have you ever seen the original like uh, 1957? No. That's like one of those like all like classic Hollywood movies that basically like mm-hmm. change how cinema was made. Yeah. But like you think like Caesar is pretty much Moses. Like he, <laughs> he frees his people from slavery and he brings them to the Promised Land. Yeah. But it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> but it's great. But it's great. <laughs> like, it it has the most, it has the least amount of, like, like, in Dawn, I want to end this here and get back to Lord of the Rings, but I need to finish this thought. In the first two, it's more gray between the humans. Like, some of the humans are good, some of them are bad. But in the last one, it, like, the only humans we see are the military guys. And, like, yeah, they're... That the little girl that um, is infected talk. with the... Mm-hmm. And that... that that prequel series connects great with the originals. Mm-hmm. Like, better than, honestly, I thought it would when it first. It's just a good trilogy. But I don't think Lord of the Rings can be topped as a trilogy. It, I think also an advantage Lord of the Rings has, I was thinking about this today, like, compared to, like, Star Wars, mm-hmm. is that Lord of the Rings has its... Its source material is already there. Well, it's concrete. It's concrete, like... Like, if the, like, for example, the Hobbit movie's not great, Mm -hmm. fans didn't like it, but the big Lord, like, they still have the book. Yeah. You know, like, Star Wars, if the movies are bad, like, you don't have anything else outside to fall back on. I guess comic books, but, like, come on. It's like, you just gotta put the comics books in between everything, it'll make everything better. Yeah. Don't make me read extra stuff to to fully enjoy. Yeah. I guess that's another one, too. Like, this one had content to draw from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I guess I would start separating it into best adapted trilogy. And that is, yeah, that's why they, like, for the Oscars, they have best original screenplay and best adapted. Yeah, best adapted. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, some stuff is easier because you already have the source material down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess for this one, I would definitely put out number one as best adapted. But even even being from just its own, even already having its source material like ready, like these movies did great at not only adhering to the original mm-hmm. plan, but also making it better by cutting out the stuff that was like this should be only in the book. Yeah. You know, sort of stuff. It was, it was able to separate it, itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, cause, I mean, I love Harry Potter, mm-hmm. but there are, especially at, towards the end, there's some stuff that the hardcore book fans don't like about. 
Because they they, yeah. they progressively got more and more like we need to change stuff. Sure. It just like it left a lot of key stuff out yeah. towards the end. You're just like this one made made it a lot easier to understand. Yeah, like the whole Dumbledore and Grindelwald stuff. Yeah, or like the Deathly Hallows, maybe a little bit. Yeah, more. or the Horcruxes and stuff. And, yeah. But yeah, no, this is Lord of the Rings is kind of the it's the textbook. Like it's yeah. it's the perfect example of how to take a book. Yeah. And make it into a movie. Yeah. No, that's... Because you, you talked earlier about Game of Thrones. That's one thing Game of Thrones wasn't able to fall back on the end is because the books weren't finished. That's, so yeah, that's they a ran out of the source material like, to draw like, from. How many books has he done? Five, right? Or six? I think four. Okay. But it's basically like season five or so that like, mm-hmm. they got to the point where it's like, now we have to just I believe so. go off of what George says he's gonna do <laughs> but uh like the first couple you know it's like it's great cause you know but lesson to George finish your book yeah like you have to have it done before <laughs> you can even but uh actually you're my, oh, there might be f- yeah there's there's been five written yeah okay this is kind of a different topic but I needed need to talk get off your chest yeah oh boy about Frodo. I'm sick and tired. I love I love Sam. Okay. But well who doesn't? Who doesn't? He's Sam Do you hate Sam, I hate you. No. That's that's all I'm Sam is one of my favorite characters. But I think people don't give Frodo that I feel like people don't give him credit. Mm -hmm. And it bothers me. Well he did, he just carried the ring, come on. And that, that's what I'm. That's, that's what I hear all the time, that's right? Yeah. That's not giving people, people make all the like, time. People are like, oh, he just carried the ring. Like he, he, like you know, he told Sam to go away. Like he, he fell in the Gollum's trap. You know, he, he gave up to the ring at the end. And I think the whole part, the whole, why well, I think obviously Sam is great, but like Frodo. He is carrying the ring like this. You can't really imagine what that feels like. That's literally what Boromir's sacrifice is to show how powerful, like even the greatest like, yeah. of man it took falls. It, it took it uh, until he got to the very end for the ring to finally seduce him fully. But that and that's the thing about Tolkien mm, revealed that no, mm, no mortal or like elf or whatever at the end would be able to. Willingly throw it down, throw it in. Yeah, that's why. That was that's the like Sauron's the fallback op. Like that's the 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 failsafe of the ring in Sauron's mind. He's like, even if they get all the way there, they won't throw it in. Yeah. Cast it into the fire. Yeah. No. He's like, they already tried it once. They're never gonna be able to do it. Yeah. Um, okay. Those even if Elrond, like let's say Sildor, Elrond and some like. Madness killed a sealed door to get the ring and destroy it. Even he would have been like, "No, I'm not gonna." That's one of those things this movie do really well. The flashbacks, Mm -hmm. they were amazing. They really like captured you every time. Mm -hmm. And that one you can see like Elrond. I can see why he just let him walk past him because then if he takes it to throw it away, he probably knows in his heart of hearts that Mm -hmm. like, "No, I would turn evil if I took a hold of that for you for just a second. For Mm -hmm. them at that point, like, Sauron physically had just died. Yeah. So it wasn't... And, like, they couldn't see that far ahead, like, oh, Sauron, like... Like, they kind of knew he was still around, but... Yeah. It was too much of still to even kill a sealed door, you know? Mm -hmm. But 
I don't like that people don't give Frodo credit. I think yeah. the man basically went through hell. Mm-hmm. He went there and back. Yeah. He went there and back. Yeah. Like Sam Sam was there for him. Mm-hmm. But Frodo had Frodo was the one who had to carry it. I can't carry it. He suffered but I the most and especially you. paid for it at the end. Yeah, because he I think that's honestly one of the best like in movies of showing like he has trauma at the end. Like yeah. he's not the same person he was. Like he can't like he's at the shower, he like he says the same he's like I can't really enjoy it anymore. Like I can't live. Yeah. But but you can. Yeah. So because he's every he's he's messed up. Like he he's got that the wound from the the ring raves that never fully healed. It always hurts him. He is PTSD basically. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So I. My message is just give Frodo credit, man. Give Frodo yeah. credit. Give him credit, man. Like, would you have thrown the ring in? No. No, I can't. Probably wouldn't even have gone. Yeah. Tolkien said, "Pass Moria, bro." Like. I don't even leave the Shire, bro. I'll just be like, yeah, man, honestly, <laughs> I'm gonna stay here and smoke as long as I can. Man. It'll take him a couple hundred years Dude, to that, arrive. I don't yeah. know. That I was talking to Michael about some Lord of the Rings video games because I I was saying like Star Wars has probably the best video game like from a movie franchise, but Lord of the Rings is probably number two. Lord of the Rings Conquest. It's a great beauty. Mm-hmm. It's a great beautiful game, <laughs> but. uh I would love for them to have a game. And Lord of the Rings Online kind of mm-hmm. serves if you want to play it like this way. Mm-hmm. But I want a, I want a game where you just, you're just a hobbit in the Shire. Like, there's no quests. You just do whatever you want. <laughs> there's no quests. Like, you just, you, like, it'd be like Sims, basically. Mm. Sims, dude, <laughs> Sims, Sims DLC... The, the Shireton. Hobbiton. Yeah. Like that you could, would be amazing. I, yeah. would, I would love to play that. Like, there's no, like, oh no, like, the orcs are, like, it's just, it's after the rain's been displayed. Yeah. You, you go fishing. You go fishing. Fireworks. Somewhere, yeah. yeah. You can get ride horses. Well, or ponies. Ponies. Right. You can farm. Yeah, just go exploring the you forest. You can smoke some pipe weed. Smoke some pipe weed. Get your hug afterwards. Yeah, dude. It would be... I think people would honestly buy that. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Yeah, I'd make a Hobbit sim. Yeah. So that's a sound system. Actually, I'm getting ideas of like, wow, this could actually be yeah. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so if anybody from Warner Bros. Gaming or, yeah, or who makes who makes Sims? EA. If EA, dude. EA would hop on DLC. <laughs> I mean, <come laughs> DLC. <laughs> DLC you said? Dude, Sims Four. Right Sims Four came out. Like almost ten years ago, and they're still active just because of DLC. That was that was the thing with Sims Three. Yeah. That game, I was surprised they made a Sims Four. Because <laughs> Sims Three has a billion DLCs. <laughs> it's all these different like wardrobe. Packs. It's like Sims Three pets. You're like, what? <laughs> Sims Three nightlife. Yeah, Sims Four came out 2014. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I Already that long ago. But like, I I know they have like the college package, so you can go to college. That, <laughs> that is. They that literally is. took. They're taking every DLC from the Sims Three because our played. My yeah. roommate Chris had Sims Three. The co- and we, while we're at college, had our Sims go to college for us. <laughs> it was the ultimate. I was more my sim was more (laughs) my sims my my sim version of me was more studious than I was being no that's easy 
It was. You just click a button, do homework, and they would just do it. Yeah. But then I'm over here like, man, I want to do calc homework. You're looking <laughs> at your sim doing homework like, I should probably do homework. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's that's exactly what I should be doing. Yeah. It's, it's solid. Yeah. Sims? 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 The Hobbiton edition. Dude, this would be great. I'd love that. Yeah. I would buy Sims 4 just for that. It's on the Game Pass, bro. It is on the Game Pass, but I assume you're not getting the DLC. No, you don't get the DLCs DLC. on the Game Pass. No. But you don't, unfortunately. That's how they get I it. I made all of us in the Sims 4. I'm going creepy, bro. <laughs> no, dude. We're bros. He's like, we're bros. It's what bros do. They create sims of each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, filled the, I filled the household with as full as it can get. Nice. With people. Dude, how do you do it? Like I, I like when I play The Sims, I I, get I create one, maybe two characters because it's so much to do for each character. It's like I'm hungry, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, well I'm trying to get freaking <laughs> this guy to go take a dump, and yeah. he doesn't want to because apparently the bathroom is, is something stupid. Yeah, it is. It can be kind of stressful because you're like three people over here in the red zone, but then other people are in the green, and like one person's at work randomly at night. And you're just like. Yeah. That's the thing too. Is like maybe then, I'm focusing on this guy, like going yeah, for a walk so he can get his exercise sure. and be happy. And there's like this guy is late for work. I'm like, where's this guy? Well, they all the way across town talking to some <laughs> random person, going, "Oobidibidabu." Yeah, but I mean the thing I like when I, like when I do Sims, I like creating a world with a bunch of people. That way, I, I like get my Sims to the ma- like me like max focus on everybody but then I play a different world where I have like two or three and I'm like I'm just chilling because I'm like this is easy I'm just chilling because I don't got ten people to worry about see I wish you could create Sam's to live in your world and be like auto play I don't know I think you could set them to do their own you can you can kind of set them but you still have to do some stuff yeah they might they might act they might kill himself because they, they refuse to go to the bathroom yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Because they, they're like angry they didn't get one meal so they're like I'm not going to take a shower now. Yeah. And you're like excuse me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's someone that are like why are you doing that right now? They'll be watching TV for like 10 hours straight and they're just like go <laughs> to bed. <laughs> yeah. They're like I'm hungry. Really? <laughs> really? Maybe get up. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. This makes me want to Play Sims? Like after this, I might play some Sims. Same, honestly. It's a solid I, game. I do have a download of my it, PS5. I'm gonna maybe download mine. I was gonna have a multiplayer. Yeah, online. Let's play Sims online. Let's do it. There we go. EA. This is our message. Make a Hobbit Co-op. And co-op online. Online. Thank you. Yep. That's that's. I need to want money from it. If they actually do that, ah, maybe just give me the DLC for free. Yeah, give me that's all I need. That might be pushing it though. Put for EA, yeah. yeah. Put my name on somewhere in the credits. Like special like, thanks. Special thanks. I don't like, even in the game. Maybe it'll be like a little plaque. It'll be like Sebastian Corgan. Yeah, like a little wink that maybe yeah. three people. Like maybe like a, a character in the game is named Sebastian Corridor. Like one of the uh, in, like NPCs. NPCs. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, I would too. I'll take it. But like, I'm in the game now. <laughs> I'm must. Yeah, so Michael sent to you. Who lives on two three Elderberry Street in Hobbiton or something? <laughs> you like that? Yeah, yeah. No, it was great. Bob it on the fly. <laughs> well, anything else uh, on the Lord of the Rings today? Slash Sims. <laughs> Slash Sims. Little final thoughts about the movies. <sighs> Nothing. Perfect. 
Yeah, perfect movies. Perfection. Um, yeah, definitely. I always try to watch them at least once a year. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it definitely... Well, on HBO Max, it's really easy, too. Yeah, and they have both versions, the extended ones and the normal yep. ones, so it makes it super easy. Mm-hmm. And Netflix sometimes has rights to them, I know that. Yeah. So just check your Netflix every once in a while. But that will be it for this week's episode. Uh, tweet us at the Game Podcast, and if you want some merch... Go to uh, teesprings.com slash get-in-merch. Links down below. If you like this podcast, tell your friends. And remember that we do sports every Wednesday. And we'll see what movies we talk about next week because actually I don't know. (laughs) 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 And this will be it for this week. This is Sebastian signing off. This is Michael signing off. This is Evan signing off.